Keeping up with the Calvaries. And Bernice, you stuck you stuck in traffic. You're on your way, yeah? And you stuck in traffic. Yes, I tried my best and I don't know what happened. The universe is not in my favor today. Yeah, no, according to my traffic people, there's something going on on the N1 Highway by William Nickel. And then there's something else going on further up by Ravonia Road. So you are really, are, are you moving at all? Well, I'm between William Nickel and Ravonia Road, which explains why I'm stuck like a duck. Okay, and we got Mamweti. You made yes. it, Mamweti, because you were lucky you used another highway. Yeah, I went to the office first this morning, and then I just came on the M1, so it took me, I think, less than 15 minutes, honestly. Okay, anyway. Lucky well, me. Mamweti is very clever. <laughs> very sad. We should just start sleeping on the couch the night before here, just in case. How's this couch? Is it, you know, people haven't been doing weird things on it. Well, it, it, looks, it looks like a decent couch and it's got no marks in it. It's probably fine. Um, how fast, how many kilometers an hour are you going now, Bernice, if you look at your speedometer, just to give us an idea? Four. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going four kilometers an hour. So then according to our calculations, you might, you're probably not going to get you. No, probably not. But don't be depressed. It's boring talking about my bad luck in traffic. Let's try and turn this whole situation around and talk about something else. Okay. So I'm sorry you guys weren't able to see my adorable face and experience my insanity um, live, but I, I am here and I'm committed. I'm committed to keeping up with the Calvary, but I'm here in my car, Bluetoothing you and talking. Well, the, the greatest tragedy is that you told me, you sms me earlier, because for some reason we don't use WeChat or, or WhatsApp, that you got a nice tuna sandwich for me, and I'm not going to get the tuna sandwich. Well, the tuna sandwich is next to me in the car, so, you know, I hope if you're lucky enough, I, I will get to the office, otherwise I'm going to get hungry and eat the tuna sandwich. Okay. So, yeah. I think you might but it's a very it's... nice one. Um, I had, I had, I had, well, there are four tuna sandwiches in total, and I had one this morning. And I've got another one that I'm going to have for lunch, and then there's two more for you. But they're delicious. They've got mayonnaise, and they've got cucumber, and, and tomato, and a little bit of salt and pepper, and I think you'll like it. And they're very low on the kind of 16 of fishy taste, so very palatable. And I'm, I'm not really a tuna fan. I don't know, where do you like fish? Fish, yes. I mean, I, I do make tuna sandwiches myself for lunch. I find that it's like the quickest and easiest thing to do. Um, yes. But I'm not... Like crazy of us, you know. Some people live and die for seafood, like my father. He'll literally just mm. like open a can of sardines and eat that for breakfast, and then have hake for lunch, and then have calamari for dinner. He's just like he's got gills at this point. But I'm not that mad over yeah. over seafood. So, so it's like a fish cook. So, so basically, I've got a good chance of actually getting this tuna sandwich. You're not going to eat it. Um, no, I won't eat it. I mean, and in any event, I'm going to have to go off at Ravonia Road anyway. So at that point, which is my next turn off, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there. So Damon, let's, let's try and not focus on food. You will, you'll be able to buy yourself a tuna sandwich or you will get the tuna sandwich. But either way, it will all be good, my Cause, darling. Because what's really amazing. No, because something amazing yes. happened. I didn't, I didn't have supper last night. I actually didn't eat. So I'm actually, didn't you? I am so hungry. You didn't eat breakfast either. Yes, I haven't had breakfast either. 
But I'm, does no one there have any food for you? There was, uh, oh, I had a piece of licorice. Oh, wow. A piece of licorice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my darling. Mm. But, you know, speaking of tuna and, and fish and fish preparation, I mean, you've got to be very, very careful with fish. I mean, I've got a friend um, who likes to make things like the filter fish and fish balls and everything she wants to do with fishmen. And anyway, one day she finished off, well, I actually didn't know what had happened, but I, I collected her to go shopping. And in she bounces into my car wearing this short little skirt, sits down, and is stinking of fish. <laughs> so, so here I have this like awkward situation. I've got this friend in my car who really smells like fish. And I didn't know if it was like fish preparation or perhaps bad hygiene or she'd been eating fish. I just decided to shut up about it. But you know what? The first time I smelled the fish on her, maybe I'm just smelling the fish. That's it. Anyway, eventually about a year later, I said, you know what? You really did that one day. You smelled seriously like a lot of, lot of fish. And she said, no, no, but she'd been preparing fish. So you've got to be very careful with fish because I thought that she had like STDs and bad hygiene. Especially because she's a woman. Exactly, exactly. It's a tricky one, hey? You can't really tell people that they smell like that. I had a situation where I was giving somebody a lift and they smelled like fish and garlic. Not that they'd been (gasps) eating anything like that. It just was the body odor that they were emitting. Do you think they were ill? An infection? I think they just don't spend enough time taking care of themselves. No, it's really Yeah, I couldn't say anything. And I, I left my windows parked. Half, I was willing to have my car stolen, actually, just to get the stench out of my car, but I didn't have the heart you to know, tell them you smell terrible. You know, I hear you, and that's when you need leather seats. <laughs> I once gave somebody, a colleague of mine, I once gave her a lift. I couldn't wait to get her out of the car, and then, of course, I couldn't resist after giving my upholstery a sniff. And it was bad. It was seriously <laughs> bad. I had to check a bucket and a sponge, but no, this isn't really what I need to be doing here. No. People must sort themselves out there at all. No, really. They need to... Yeah, no, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. And I, yeah, I'm very tricky. But like now these days, after that, I'm like, okay, I tolerated my friend. I was prepared to do the backland sponge for her. But anyone else, the second I smell that fish, if they get into my car, I'm sending them packing. And when I say, I'm sorry, I, I just can't. I, here's a host part. Sort didn't, yourself out. Didn't you, accuse, didn't you accuse one of my sisters <laughs> of smelling like fish? You see, there you go. So you know I'm right about it. I, I live my truth. When people walk into my car smelling like a, a cheap prostitute, I send them out. I told them that they sort themselves out. Which, yes, I did, one of your sisters. But you didn't actually confront her about it. I think no, we just discussed no. it. I think you did discuss it with her. It wasn't in my car. It was on our couch. It was on our couch. <laughs> yeah. And that same sister of yours has problems with incontinence. So I wasn't taking any chance. And there again, I'm busy with a bucket and a sponge. What is with this? This isn't right. So she sat there just peeing but on the couch the whole day. Yeah, she, I think she I did. Have, she I think she had some bladder issue. No, but I the think she did. If she wanted to deal with, with, with mopping up her bladder issue, it's not right, Damon. You should do that. But the thing is, you've got a very sensitive nose. You really, really do, hey? And sometimes oh, so, you so, smell things that actually aren't around. Which is no, also interesting. Just, they are around. You just can't smell them. No, very, many times you are, you say to me, Alexa, I need to change her nappy, but there's nothing there. It's happened a it's couple of times. Because she's, yeah, she might have farted, but I think yeah. that I'm like a, a descendant of a wolf or a dog or some kind of animal. With oh, like yeah, a, a bloodhound. Is that how genes work? Of a, a bloodhound, yes. There you go. That's what I'm like. 
and and I've got very yeah very sensitive very very sensitive the slightest bit of like if anyone tries to poison us with gas I'll be there I'll smell it it's a very very acute sense of smell which is a problem because I'm married to you no but no but and you but, smell but, bad no but hang on about that actually you look that, like you smell bad. that's where I want to do, no no thank you I'm waiting no no that's where I wanted to actually go I'm to down, just get down and smell his backside. No, right no, 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 no your mother. My mother's interesting. Oy, 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 I don't know what. I can't even discuss it with her. It's such a difficult topic. But that's the thing. Because How then do she'll you t- talk to you. <laughs> she'll do you talk t- to you and then you'll have to smell it. My mother has serious bad breath. She's got halitosis, maybe. I th- well, that's, the, that's just the medical term for bad breath. Oh, it's I thought like halitosis had. I thought it had something to do with your insides and, like, you know. Well, there's various. I think. I think Game on. I think I'm where she's right. I think your mother's got a donkey rotting in her carcass, rotting in her stomach or something. No, there's something going on, hey? But it's difficult to address it with people because, I mean, it's good. you have to maybe tell them so that they're aware and they can maybe do something about it. But at the same time, you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. How do I tell my own mother? I know. It's difficult. I think it's... Maybe we should just, we should just play the show for her and then she'll, she'll realize... <laughs> But, but the thing is, what I find more interesting, because I, I think it's human nature not to be able to tell a person they smell bad or they look bad, you know, because mm-hmm. that's hard to do. It's always like a, a big question in etiquette. Yeah. But, you know, the, the thing that I find fascinating is what about people who kiss people with bad breath mm-hmm. and who spend time with people with fist cook? And, and you know, here it is. These people seem to find partners, live healthy lives, have six children in the case of Damon's mother, and it doesn't really affect them. That's true love right there. It's kind of love I deserve. So how, no. how, I don't know, it's strange. How does that happen? I mean, how for all those years did your father ever surely manage to, to suffer this? I'm just thinking, maybe my father didn't have a sense of smell. Mm. You need to just, just um, translate Avasholem. There's another The late. Word. In other words, instead of the late so-and-so who died, you say Avasholem. I don't know, maybe he did have a... I don't have a great sense of smell either. And it saves me so often. Um, just like in my daily life, like if I have to go into a place that really smells like oil or something like that, I don't mind. I can go in there and, and do whatever I need to do because it really, it helps. Sure. It doesn't deter me from just so, living just, my life. Just to interrupt for half a second, uh, Dan, the man on WeChat, he's written a message. He says, please make sure Damon doesn't select the music today. Okay, can I tell you what I've done in that respect? Oh, tell me. I spent some time, because clearly I don't have a life and I don't have enough to do. I went through all the old Keeping Up With The Calvary shows, and for the ones that we played songs on, I have noted the songs. But I have a list of about 12 or 14 songs that you've already played. Unfortunately, the, the end song doesn't download on the podcast. So I don't know what you played at, the, played at the end, so we'll just oh. make a manual note of that. But going forward, I've got all the songs. Yes, yes. And um, just to let you know, Lorraine, who's not there right no, now. No, Lorraine's actually just phoned through. Lorraine's on the line as well now. I don't know Hi, how... Lord. Lorraine, are you there? there, there okay, but, but there are... Yeah, I know. You see, Lorraine's there, 
But the system, Palesa, please just explain to Lorraine that our system can't put two more than one caller on the line. Sorry, 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 Lorraine. Yeah, no, that's that's yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's wasn't a bit meant of a, to be. That's a bit of a bummer. I've actually just yeah, okay, we, so we, must, we must sort that this out. Is a, this is a difficult one. This is difficult. So who's more important? No, no, no. You, it's keeping up with the Calvary, so obviously you ah, might important. Sorry, Lorraine. Yeah. Lorraine but, is your second wife, though. That's uh, no, rude. that's what she says, but no. Not true. even close. And the second wife is normally the, 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 the one that you love the most, apparently. Oi. But what I do need to say, Damon, is according to my records, according to my research, you have never played more than one song. You have never duplicated songs in the center of the show, if that makes sense. I don't know what you've played at the end of the show. Uh, I can't remember. But I must certainly con- the songs. Yeah. I've played Betty Davis Eyes twice. Listen, I discussed this. Listen, I discussed it with management. Classic. I said to Rena, um, who's one of the people in charge, I explained to her that I said, Bernice and Lorraine are giving me a really tough time about the music. What is the situation? And she actually made a very good point. She said, it's actually very important that I listen to you and Lorraine. It's very important that we play, that I play the music that Lorraine and Bernice like. That, that's I what don't she think said. I like say, but I don't know if I like the same music as Lorraine. Lorraine's much more fashionable uh, than me. Okay, but now you're just making it... Just Lorraine, I think we may have got you on the line. Are you there? Lorraine, talk? No, this thing doesn't work, man. No. I do a pretty good Lorraine impersonation. Sorry, though. just tell Lorraine it's not working. Can we, can we just like give up on that? Otherwise, it's going to, you know, Rachmanis. You see, Bernice, now you're just like giving another thing that's even making it even more complicated. So Lorraine might play a song that you don't like. But then, I mean, come on, I I can't win. You know what I'm saying? The reality is, is I don't really care. It doesn't bother me. Oh, you you don't? No, so you you and Lorraine can come to a decision about what you want to play. I really don't care. But then then, then 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 what's wrong with the music that I play? Why did you do so much research and listen to every show and make notes of it? And and you were so upset about the music I'm playing. I don't understand. I don't think I was upset. I don't think I was upset. I don't think I cared then and I don't care now. The only thing that I do care about is, well, you you spend your life confused. But (laughs) the main thing is, I just didn't want you to play more than one song. But I really don't care. You can play what you want. It doesn't bother me. This this is really... I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't think people are particularly interested in the music. It's just got to be, you know, audible and, and reasonably pleasant. I'm so confused. Maybe so, we your, should... so your only issue is that I was playing, I was re- repeating songs. Yeah. Lorraine was saying you were repeating songs, and you've just admitted you repeated songs, like you repeat your dinner, Betty Davis eyes. You repeated it. Oh, just to explain, re- repeating dinner, because I like to just eat the same food every day. What is it that and, you like and, to eat? I, just and, lo- I love chicken. Oh. It's, like I'm, it's like I'm black. Yeah. Okay, hashtag racist. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, maybe your descendants. I, I love chicken. I make. I've, I'm doing this recipe at the moment where it's a chutney and mayonnaise and orange juice thing. And come on, Bernice, you love it, don't you? Like it? Uh, Jamon, you know what? I, I prefer eating your food to making my own. So I will eat what you give me. And if I don't like it, I I, d- I rediscovered two minute noodles yesterday. Mm. I had roast. Very high in sodium. Noodles. Very high in sodium. <sighs> Well, I mean, you know, I know that it's high in sodium. <laughs> it's just a fact. It's just a fact of life. Like on a chappy's wrapper. <coughs> yes. I'm, I'm, Did what you is know? sodium? Like NA? 
Isn't it's sodium NA, NA on the period? That's correct, yeah? and it increases your blood pressure. It's Did not healthy. Did you know that, Mum Wetty? Say again. What the, what the chemical symbol for sodium on the periodic table is. You know, you guys, I've been out of school for a whole six years. It's NA. Okay. Wow. I've been out of high school since 2008. Why? Wow. So how, how should I know? How should I know? You know? It's not on a chappie's wrapper, yeah. that information. But can I tell you something interesting? This is true. Did you know, Bernice, because you never listened to Gareth's show in the morning, you're not committed. No, I listened the other morning because he said he said nice things about me, which he didn't. He actually called me insane. I don't know why you told me lies, <laughs> but um, I did listen the other morning. Oh, no, only because I pointed it out and then you listened to the podcast. Yes, and then I realized you lied. No, no, I just... He I said just... Lorraine was wonderful. He said nothing about me. He just called me insane. No, he did say one nice thing about you, didn't he? He said, he said, so. he says, didn't he say, I love Bernice or Bernice is no, great on the he show? Didn't. He said, you've got to listen to this show. You have got to listen to this show. Lorraine is lots of positive adjectives, Damon, whatever. And, and Bernice, Damon's wife is insane. But I think he meant it in the nicest way. Mm, that's the latest was, slang these days. Yeah. You know, insane is a term of endearment. Mm. I think really? it is. It's like when yeah. you call somebody fat, well, you really mean they're amazing. Well, no, I just mean they're happy and friendly and look voluptuous. Yeah, and sick is like really awesome, you know. It's not doesn't yeah, mean that you're yeah. unwell. So wow. insane is like, well, sure, Benice, you're intelligent. Yeah, like wicked. There's <laughs> exactly. another one. You may have preceded you as you're, well. You're bad, Muriel. Groovy. <laughs> you're bad. You're <laughs> bad, Benice. Bad girl. Okay. Anyway. You're bad. So, about that, about um, Gareth's show? Oh, no, no. We were talking about knowing things and general knowledge and stuff. Michael, intern Michael, he asked me, is John Lennon still alive? Wow. And, and we were all flabbergasted and we thought that's ridiculous. How can you not know that he was assassinated in 1981 by Mark David Chapman mm. outside the Dakota building? And that he was an Italian artist. I mean, really. Well, I don't know about the Italian artist part. What, who's, I don't know anything about that. Just throwing things out there. No, no, that doesn't even make sense. But then it was pointed out to, 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 to me and Gareth that it's a, it's a generational gap thing and it's an, that it's perfectly acceptable that Michael didn't know that. What do you think about that? I don't think so. I don't agree. Like, if you say to Michael, is Napoleon alive or is Adolf Hitler alive? You know, w- would he then say, yes, they're alive? You know what I mean? It's so like you think John Lennon falls under the history category? Mm, like general knowledge? Is he a historical figure? Yeah, very, very definitely, hey? Well, that's what like I kind Shea of said. Guevara, just 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 because you see Che Guevara's face on a bottle of vodka doesn't mean he's alive. That's what I kind of said as well. That's what I thought. But are the Beatles relevant to my generation? Yes and no. Well, yes and no. Yeah. Because they were so amazing that, you know, their music is still played today and listened to today. And um, many musicians are influenced by them. Basically, yes. But he's been dead a long time. Three decades. 1981. Yeah. 33 years. So, I don't know. Poor Michael. Let's give him a pass this time. Maybe he'll ask, like, is Madonna still alive next? And then we can shun him because Madonna is very much still active. Well, it's as far as we know. <laughs> But having said that, the other day, I actually got a bit, I tripped up a little bit because I thought Bob Dylan was dead because I hadn't heard from him in years. Oh, when you and said, I just assumed oh. he like died with all those other sort of... Yeah, when, you, when, you, no, no, when you said to me, oh, is he still alive? I thought you were joking. No, I wasn't 
joking. I don't know you're still alive. He's been quiet. You know, if people don't produce music, you assume they die. Well, funnily enough, he actually did produce an album a few years ago, but I don't think yes. anybody noticed. But does he have Twitter? No, he doesn't. So he's basically dead. Yeah, but all these, but all uh, these celebrities who have Twitter, most of them, it's either not a real account or they don't ever post anything. I started following Robert De Niro. He never ever posted anything. What a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's the thing. Yeah. You have your presence out there. Otherwise, you fade away very easily, even if you're a legend. But, I mean, I mean, I can I can accept that Robert De Niro doesn't post anything. I mean, he's probably out there living his life and not busy writing things on Twitter. Mm, I respect him for that, actually. I mean, he must be like he must well, have stuff. I mean, apparently, I find Twitter pretty boring. You've got to be witty. You've got to mm. keep your your witticisms to like how many characters? One hundred forty. Pressure. One hundred forty. Pressure. You can talk about food, like I just ate. On Twitter? Yeah. Hashtag food. That's not really adding to the world. (laughs) No, it's not. And to global consciousness and anything interesting. I must admit, admit, the majority of my tweets are retweets. I think maybe I'm being accused of being boring and uncreative. But but the majority that is, that is boring though. I mean, no, but the majority are Cliff Central related. Ah. So we got if somebody on the show, somebody's got a show and they're doing something, it's part, it's my responsibility or part of my job to retweet it because I've got lots of followers to publicize Cliff Central. And, you and then nothing and, else? and then I try and, and when I do I do tweet original material like I think I came up with a really good one the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm in the psychiatrist waiting room because I went to the psychi- I went to the psychiatrist October seventh. October seventh. I eventually had my uh, my appointment. And I tweeted, at, in psychiatrist's waiting room, magazine, um, Hello Magazine dated May 2009. <laughs> this can't be good for a paranoid schizophrenic patient. Does that make sense? Is that witty? Hashtag hilarious. But no, seriously, <laughs> do you get that? I do get that. Bernice, does that, is that humorous at all? Yeah, I was trying to change lens, but I, I did read that tweet or something, or that retweet. I thought it was, you think you put it on Facebook as well. Man, oh, that yeah. was a good tweet. That's a good tweet, eh? a good tweet, because you, you know why? What made it good is that it required a person to understand what um, paranoid schizophrenia was, which is a bit of a higher grade, um, it's a bit of a high grade question. And yeah, it, it challenged, it pushed, the, it pushed the packet. Now, am I being over-analytical now? But after I t- sent that tweet and that post, right? I thought to myself, this is what people are going to think. <laughs> Damon is so pathetic that he's, he's trying to make as if or trying to say that he's normal going to a psychiatrist. And that's why he's tweeting about it because he's trying to say, ah, it's no big deal. It's, um, Damon, it's perfectly fine to go to a psychiatrist. Is it, uh, uh, you know, that's what, if they thought that's that what you, I thought people were thinking. What if they thought you were a paras- paranoid schizophrenic? Because I was well. thinking that they're thinking that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be complicated. Levels. Well, I think I think the fact that you are at a psychiatrist, I mean, maybe it's because you you do care what people think. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's mm. what this is all about. Yeah. Who tweets at a psychiatrist's office? Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, and a good if you are caring what people think, yeah. Sorry, am I waiting? Well, Damon's looking for attention. Because mm. yeah, I've been accused. Because accu- like I have been accused of being attention seeking. By who? By Bernice, mm-hmm. uh, by Gareth. Gareth, and by Rena. And not your mom? No, no one else. Okay, your mom loves you too much to criticize you. No, my mother's too observant and wouldn't, couldn't, couldn't care less. 
Why did exactly. they say your attention? She had five other children and barely noticed them. Is that what oh. it is? Oh, is that the an- analysis? <laughs> yes. Wait, if you're attention seeking, what what are, what are your behaviors? Do you take a lot of selfies, like Kim Kardashian, or are you constantly like making stories about yourself, like oh, you know, there was an Ebola mm. outbreak. You know, when I was sick, is that the kind of stuff mm. that you do? Bernice, can you answer that? Your attention-seeking behaviors. Mm. Yeah, because like, I think you got the, the handle on this one better. <laughs> Maybe. I think that's actually a very good question. Um, was he upset when I Alexa was born? He wanted all the attention for. Oh my god, that could, that now that's extreme. That's terrible. People do do that. I know, but no, 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 never, never, never. Okay. Sure. <laughs> no ways. I think I think Damon's very loud. Okay. I think he also, but, but more sort of subtly, he sees everything from his perspective. Mm. So it's very much kind of the world according to Damon, and he, he always interprets something in terms of how it affects him. Yeah. So, so I don't know how empathic he is. Well, we've diagnosed you with narcissism, and um, that, that is that, Damon. Uh, yeah, but actually, Damon, what were you diagnosed with? <laughs> After one session, De- depression, but but on the but on the the the, the, the medical certificate she's going to she's going to say bipolar because the one medication that I'm taking is for bipolar. But she says I'm but I'm not bipolar. If that makes any sense, mm, I suppose okay, so. But, but your your official diagnosis is that you have bipolar. No 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 I, no no I've got, no no between me and the, and the psychiatrist, it's depression. So when you run for president. And they start to unearth all of your documentation. What are they going to say you suffer from? Possibly bipolar. Yes, you Pre- see. So this is it. President of what? Of Guadalajara. Okay. All right. Cool. Of of um, where's well, who's the president of Namibia? Afiki Punyo Pohamba. Yes, Guadalajara. Afiki Pohamba. and his wife's name is Penny Penny Afiki Pohamba. That, that, that is general knowledge that if, I actually needed. Avita Pazanenot is president of Babeti Kosweti. Babeti Kosweti. Babeti Kosweti. Now, there's a general knowledge question you should ask Michael, the intern. He, well, the Just thing is... Are people actually, identify Babeti Kosweti for you on the map? Well, what we're doing, uh, well, we doing with Michael on Gareth's show tomorrow morning between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. on Cliff Central, um, he's actually going to do a bit of research on the Beatles, and we're going to do a Beatles quiz. Gareth's going to find five questions on the Beatles. I'm going to research five questions on the Beatles. And um, we're going to give him a quiz. And it will actually be very interesting. Wait, how old is Michael? Oh, you know Michael's 22. Okay, so almost my age as well. So now, anyway, so let's can just... I just can yes? I just say something about that, Damon? I mean, that is just so yesterday. May as well be in a yellow submarine. Ah. Oh. So anyway, listen to Bernice. <laughs> keeping up with the Calvaries. Bernice is stuck in her car. Bernice, where, where about are you now? Well, I've decided to do some creative off-ramping. I've now off-ramped into, what road is this? Sloan Street, Bryanston. Oh, my God, you're so far away. But there is so I'm much gonna, traffic I'm never going to get my tuna sandwich. <laughs> you, on, uh, you know what you will. I'll drop it off, and then I'll just turn around and go back oh, to work. Oh, jeez. No, you're definitely, you're definitely going to make it here before you live. But how, how's the sounding? Is this loud and clear? No, you're very good, very good. Mm. We're going to play a song now. Mamweti is with us as well in the studio, but Lorraine is away in Cape Town. And uh, yes, keeping up with the Calvaries, Damon, Mamweti, and Bernice.
Keeping up with the Calvaries. I want to do a little experiment now. We've got Bernice in the car because she got stuck in traffic. But I'm waiting. I've got you here in the studio, but uh, Lorraine isn't here today. I just want to learn which, which button controls your microphone. So talk. Hello. Talk again. Hello. Okay. And now talk again. Hello. I think, we, I think that's yeah, it. Is that that's working? that's the one. Okay, that's the one. Bernice, how are you doing there? You learn something new every day. No, I'm well. I'm well. It's, it's difficult. I'm driving down um, Bryanston Drive now, and I'm seeing how the other half lives. There are a lot of Guptas in this area, that's for <laughs> sure. Some very big houses. Um, yes, uh, it's moving a little bit more, but uh, I think you'll get your tuna sandwich at 11. Okay, so you're not going to get you before 11, hey? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My, my garment is in 2.8 kilometers of the left somewhere. So, okay, now there's um, a massive hole. There's apparently a massive hole on Coleraine. It's been there for the last Colorain. five, six months, yeah. So if you go on oh, Coleraine... Oh, really? Because it's saying, it's saying in 2.7 kilometers I should go to Coleraine Drive. Okay, well, bear in mind... into Coleraine and no, no, have a look at the... And I can do a, like an on-site... Um, you can give us a report. Can do a report. Yeah, you can do a report on the, the Groot Gat. Is it a crater or something? Like, was there a it's one of these sinkhole meteor? kind of jobbies. Uh, not, 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 a, not a meteor. Not yeah, a meteor. that would have been exciting. Oh, yes. Did anyone see that eclipse situation recently? Was it this week? Yeah. What eclipse? There was, was, a, it the eclipse? was it was the eclipse of the heart? <laughs> now that's Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> you um, see now, this generational gap. But I understood your reference. I, you, you <laughs> <laughs> I understood the reference. Um, no, there was a solar okay, eclipse clever. apparently, and the moon was looking super groovy. Um, oh. She's so <laughs> super, super groovy <laughs> moon. <laughs> It was totally groovy. Um, I think either yesterday or the day before. Lots of cool things have been happening with the moon these days. Well, what does this mean? Do you know that I... I've it means that you are a Wiccan. Mm, maybe I a should Wiccan. be. I want you to be a Wiccan. Are. I've noticed that the moon has looked rather large and prominent. I mm. will give you that. But I, any particular special thing about the moon, I, I seem to have missed that story. Okay. I know it's not Haley's Comet because that happens every seventy-six years, and that hap- and that happened back in the late eighties. So it's too soon. So it's not Haley's Comet. Were you alive then, Manuetti? In nineteen 1970- Have you heard of Haley's Comet? I have heard of Haley's Comet. Every seventy-six years, isn't that interesting? Yeah, I wasn't around seventy-six years ago or in the late eighties, but I was around in the early nineties. Oh, and I do Hayley's know who Comet John Lennon is. Hey. Damon, where, where did you see Haley's Comet? No, you know, you didn't, you, you couldn't, an ordinary person couldn't see it. You had to be like an astronomer, like, uh, like, uh, uh, David Block, who's, who's, uh, who's our resident astronomer here at Cliff Central. It's people like that. So you don't just wear 3D glasses? Uh, yeah. Remember there was that thing? Well, I, I kind of saw it though. Did I'm you? Sure. Yeah, but you lived in Cape Town, My so you had a different view. Yeah, but you had a different viewpoint. You had a different viewpoint because you were in Cape Town. We had a whole Haley's Comet party. Ah, Really? Yeah, no. We went to the Feinsteins and we had a bride (laughs) and we all lay in their backyard staring at the sky and everyone was saying, we can't see it, we can't see it. And then we had these really amateur like binoculars that you do for opera or something. And we were trying to really find this comet and we kind of saw a haze. If you had to think, if you had to really concentrate... If you had to really concentrate, what year was it? Because I just guessed 1986. Mm, it would be, probably was 84, 85, 86, somewhere around there, yeah. Any sure. of those That's three when years. we were friendly with them. 
Yeah. Huh, Maybe, I, I must have been, I was probably about nine. So that would have made well, it. You got a good memory, Bernice. Sure. You got a impressive. really good memory. 82. Was it not 82 or 83? We'll have to look it up. Yeah. We'll have to Google Where's it later. Dave? Can Who? Dave not give us some advice on this? Who? Dave. Dave, Dave, oh, Dave's a guy. I don't know. Oh, David, no, no, David Block, David Block, he's Professor David Block from Wits University. He's got his own show in Cliff Central called Looking Up. And, and, but the thing is, because I, we can't put him on because, you know, we can't put more than, we can't put more than one caller on, on (laughs) hold, on the line. No, no, I was with Lorraine and waiting, but I mean, being a comic must be a very depressing lifestyle. You just go round and round and round and, Every 76 years, but maybe they're like alternative forms of life on other planets. Mm. We get together every 76 years, yeah, and, mm. and look for the comet. No, but David, speaking about other forms of life on other planets, David Block confirmed mm. that it, no such thing exists because him very valid mm, points. Okay. Yeah. I mean. No, I don't agree. I think Steven Spielberg is out of. Steven Spielberg is out of business. But anyway, on to more important things. I think I'm allowed no, to. No, no, but I've got a question. Oh, sorry. No, okay. No, no. say it. What's I the question? I don't understand how we can be the only one form of life in the whole universe. It just makes no sense. No, I agree with you. I mean, why would. Why would there not be other circumstances that would be similar no, to I agree with you. on Earth elsewhere in the universe? No, I agree with you 100%, but you can't argue with science. Well, I can't argue with, with Professor, Dr. Sir... David Block. David but Block, But now, okay. I can... Now, I'm sure... I'm, I have a little bit of announcement to make. And it's, it's just... Inter- you know, we need to, like, involve people in whatever things have... Mamweti, you've just, you've just resigned <laughs> from I your did. job with Lorraine. Last week, I did, sadly. Picture Ooh. this... Did picture, picture the scene. Paint a picture. Paint Tell us how it went. I mean, no, there wasn't a showdown. There wasn't a wrestling match. Did there you, were no, you there were no into, chokes Did left. you write an email? Did you walk into her office? Does she even have an office? <laughs> no, we work in the streets. Um, no. Um, well, actually, the, the only... It's like a Zozo hat on, on, on the corner of Mill Park and Whitewater. <laughs> so you walked into a little office... She's um, painting her nails. Well, this is the this is the first job I've ever had, like real, real job, because I worked on campus radio when I was studying, and that's the last job I resigned from, and that wasn't really a resignation. You just kind of like I'm out, you know. Cheers. <laughs> you just announce like Did they pay I'm you? done. No, Did they, they don't. Pay you on campus. It's kind of like it's kind job. of like yeah as well. <laughs> Funny. Um. Yeah. So I had to actually Google like what to do to resign. Did you actually do that? <laughs> mm. That's very impressive. Google is my best friend. I want to do it properly. You know. So what did Google say to you? It said, don't do it via email just because it's like not really tactful or, you know what I mean? You've built relationships with these people. Especially so you're right, if, not if like people. the person's in the office next to you. If yeah. Sorry, yeah, I was exactly. just saying, especially if the person's yeah, right next to you. So it's not like you email in the New York office, you no. know, and that's different. And then they have to reply via email that's, you know, whatever their response is. So yeah, yeah. I, I Google what to do and they told me to write a letter and I write, I wrote a letter and... Yeah, I just went in and I was like, you know. Oh, you mean you put it, you mean on hard copy? Yeah, just I mean I went I went to speak to her, but I also had written a letter. Okay, so yeah. you spoke to her and then gave the letter. Yeah. So so how and how did the talk go? It was a bit like tribal council. Um, you know, if you if you've ever seen Survivor, <laughs> the tribe has spoken and they put your flame out. So um, she put your flame out, eh? Yeah, but I mean it's who, who, whose flame was put out? My oh, flame, hey. yeah. 
I don't know. Yes, Actually, yes, yes, not funny. her. So how, so how did Lorraine did she take you it? To stay? I mean, she did say that she was disappointed because she thinks I'm, I'm good at what I do. But at the same time, I've realized that I don't actually enjoy what I do. So I need to actually follow my passions. I only just graduated in March and I got this job a week after my graduation. So you studied film, eh? I studied, studied film and TV, yes. Oh, yes. And I'm doing public relations. So it's, yeah, maybe it's in the same technically, you know, the entertainment industry, but it's, you got to follow, I think, what your, what your heart says and what you really want to do. I don't have a lot of time to figure things out. Yes, I am 23, but time moves very fast. So I think I should start on the path that I'm intended to. So, Lorraine, did she give you a hug? No, I don't recall any physical Because you know what? I, contact no, Lorraine's upset, man. No, no, no Lorraine. Lorraine very inconvenient for Lorraine. Lorraine posted on Facebook last week or a couple of days ago looking for a PR person. So I thought, oh, hmm, what happened to maybe Mamwet has done something. Yeah, maybe I was fired is what you thought. So she went to Facebook straight away. That's her recruiting um, avenue. It is. And that's the thing. You feel bad because you don't want to put people in situations where, yeah, then now they have to go find stuff. It's a huge mission. So what's, so what's your notice? A month. So you leave at the end of October? I do. Okay. Yeah. Look, that's. I think Lorraine understands, you know, that's life. People change jobs. Mm. You know? It is true. Bernice, your input. How long have you been there? <laughs> this is going to sound terrible, but seven months. <laughs> Sometimes you realize. Yeah, Binti, that's not going to, that's not going to look good at all on your CV. You do know that, hey? People are going to think you're fickle and they think you're job hot. It's my first ever job. Yeah, it's first it's job. Relaxed. It's her first ever job. She's only 23 and it was a field that she wasn't really qualified in. Yeah. How about that angle? Should I rather just languish mind. around miserable for the sake of my CV? What 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 is the be- better decision? Move, move on with my life or just languish around? Oh, here you are. <laughs> That's amazing. Maybe you made it. That's amazing. I thought maybe it was somebody coming in to fix a mic or to like chatted us for something wow. and it's actually burned. No, <laughs> it's just me delivering a tuna sandwich. Wow! Thank you for oh, the tuna wow. sandwich. You were very nifty by taking those back roads. You actually, yes, you would have yes. never made it on time. Yes, and I didn't see the I big, mean, the big hole in the road. You didn't. No, I looked for it in Coleraine Drive. Wasn't there? I'm just trying to work out your volumes here. <laughs> I should have just stayed on the phone. I'm so bad. At now this. I've just like put everything in a different direction. No, 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 it's fine. Does that mean that they patched up the hole, the crater? Okay. Anal- no, Good job, municipality. Analyze Mamweti's mm, recent Bernice, resignation. Bernice says that I've made a mistake. It's going to look bad. No, I don't think you've made a mistake. But but you you kind of you have very few of these cards, if that makes sense. What are these cards? Oh, I must just like calm oh, myself yeah. down a bit. Did you run up the stairs? Well, I, th- I suppose I walked and I ran, and it didn't sound. And like Gareth and Rena saw me, and they wanted to greet me, and Jane saw me, and I was like, "Dude, no, I just I can't. I've got some. I've got to deliver a sandwich." And now they're not going to like you. You know, <laughs> they're not going to like me. But what I wanted to say is like, it's like in Monopoly, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you have, you have X many cards where you can kind of be a little bit creative. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you use too many of them, people might just think you're like not really a serious candidate. And I think you are. Sure. That's something to consider. I know. Um, so what are you going into now? What I studied and what I think that I'm. So you've got another job. You're working in Isidingo Generations. 
generations, unfortunately, it's not possible currently, right? Are they, are they still they on Strava? No, they're actually advertising for new actors. Oh, shit. This, this could be your moment. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm going to be freelancing and working in films. Wow. So You got an agent? No, I'm not an actor, Damon. Literally in production. Damon, she's not oh, an yeah. actor. Oh, production. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, man. There was a girl, Taryn, who came to visit us. She's an actress. Taryn yeah, she's an actress, yeah. So you're the person that goes, cut, with the clipboard. You know what? I think there are different levels of it. You know what? Yeah. I, I, I would think Martin Scorsese is also in production. Mm. Well, he is. He's a producer and, and a director. And I'm probably going to be making coffees, and I'll also be in production. So, so have you got any, jo- any jobs lined up? Yeah, my cousin's uh, going to be working on a small film, and she said, I can come in and work on that. So, oh. yeah, it's just literally about getting your feet wet again and what. Because, I mean, it's difficult when you're my age or rather younger as well, figuring out what exactly am I going to do for the next 50 years kind of thing. Well, you should do something that will make you money, but you don't mm. seem motivated by that. Um, I think it's too soon to be motivated by money because, my, I mean, I haven't been cut off, for example. I live with my parents okay. and they do help you know, take take care of me. Yeah, they do take care of me, let's be honest. But, but um, having said that, doll, I mean, there are a lot of people who make decisions earlier on in their lives mm-hmm. that they want to, for example, become an accountant or become a lawyer. Yeah. And they're not, <coughs> excuse me, they're not motivated by anything other than money. Yes, it's true. At a very early age. I have now, these friends, yeah. This is it. And in 40 years' time, they will be having overseas trips and retiring beautifully and you'll still be struggling. I'll be married to them, I think, maybe. Maybe, yeah. But I mean, that's <laughs> ideally not what you want to do. So I'm just no. saying, it's an interesting one. You've sort of swerved in a different direction and maybe now is the time that you need to start thinking seriously, not mm. only about your career, but, but perhaps also about where your, your life is going in the next 30 years. Just, I think that's just, the point. Just on WeChat quickly, Josh has WeChatted. I resigned via email, very awkward with a counter offer and other awkward ongoings. Rather do it face to face. I think uh. also improve your grammar. I don't even understand this. Oh, Damon, <laughs> just focus on the prize here, really. Very awkward with the counter offer and other awkward ongoings. I don't understand okay, what that I'll means. I'll tell you what Josh is saying. Josh is saying, saying that he thought it would be appropriate to resign via email for whatever reason. There were then a series of counter offers and counter emails that oh, came in where really? his employer wanted him to stay. Really? And now that he's resigned, there's just general awkwardness, which there actually always is. That's why companies sometimes have policies that if you resign, you go. You pack your bags, you pack your plastic, and you go. Mm-hmm. Or your box. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes when I like feel my jobs at stake, I like I'll have like a, I'll, I'll make sure firstly that I have nothing personal in my office, and then oh, what yeah. I'll do is like I'll always like have a, a plastic at the ready just do in case. Do you feel that that way that often? How many times have you done that? Sheesh. What are Oy you doing? <laughs> you need to have a chat to the human resources department just to see like what are your options here. No, but you know, there's nothing worse than doing the walk of shame with like a box and a bag. You know, if you're going to be... Is that a real thing? I thought that was a formic device. No, no. In my device. In my work life, I've had two people who have been frog-marched out the office and they didn't know they were going to with, be. With their box. You see, now that is embarrassing. Like, mm. what do you do? You've now got to find your box and you've got to put things in your box and, you know, you need to take this and you need to take that. So, so really, you, you can't put anything. Tell us about that friend of yours who literally, not at your work, but she's a friend of yours and she was marched out. That's a classic story. She doesn't she, even. She worked for it. the business day or something like that, or for some. Oh. What? Uh, for some reason, I don't know what went on there, but this wasn't an issue of walking out with your plastic. She, they didn't like her. There were issues. They physically carried her they, out. They actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think they 
marched her out with security. They didn't they actually they. physically carried her out. Yeah. I love a scene. Okay. Yes. But the thing is, this is not an emotional, unstable woman. <laughs> they, but they, but they still carried her out. I think they were emotionally unstable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's annoying, but she's not, you know, unstable. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think the moral of the story is like to avoid the possible scene. Make sure you've got a. You know, the least amount of hecklach and pecklach in your office so that you don't have to. But wow. when you make a scene, you, you, you're a legend. You know, people always talk about you. Remember that woman that Not threw, worth it. threw all the papers in the air? Yeah, Not or that scene it. where, like, Bridget Jones <laughs> says she'd rather wash Saddam Hussein's ass than work with Daniel Cleaver. You know, that's like how you want to resign. Exactly. You steal all of the bread out of the kitchen and do all sorts of crazy things. Uh, not to be recommended. There was that story <laughs> a couple of about three or four years ago. Some newsreader on 702 or some radio oh, station wow. after midnight, mm. he completely lost the plot and started insulting the radio station. F bombs everywhere. Oh, it was, it was so. I but mean, everyone he, was asleep, so he, nobody knew he was yeah, doing no, it for no, three hours. Somebody recorded it and put it on Twitter or Facebook. Um, mm. I mean, this, that guy can never be, he's unemployable. Who is he? I don't remember his name. Oh. He's unemployable. Shame. But he was famous for two days. Yeah, but I mean, he'll never ever get a job in radio ever again. This is true. So I just better be careful if you ever boot me of keeping up with the Calvaries. Mm. I can't F-bomb the show. Yeah. No, well, you fought your way through traffic. You brought me a tuna I sandwich. Bought you your sa- but you can't eat it. Gareth gets very upset about eating things in the, in the studio. No, 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 no. I don't, tuna. No, no, I won't. No, I, like, I love tuna sandwich. No, I won't eat it in the studio. I but promise. what is this issue with eating things in the studio? I mean, no, it's I'm, a general rule. But I'm looking around the studio and there's not much. What do you think, Mamwete? They can sort of get mushed up and stuff. For me, drinking, because liquids can really mess up. The I system, agree. Food shouldn't be an issue. Okay, let me explain. Does it make things smell? I'll tell you what it is. Especially well, that, tuna. This mm. is expensive equipment, first of all. Is it? Second of all, it's communal equipment. If you eat something, your hands will be dirty. You're touching buttons. But I'm it's, not touching anything. You you are. You are. You just don't realize it. I'm not touching no, anything. No, you will. You'll touch the microphone. Uh, you'll touch the screen. You'll touch the desk. It's 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 simple stuff. It's, it, it makes perfect sense, actually. Perfect sense. Okay, yeah. right. I hear you. I get it. It's like, like I'm a bit OCD, and I, and I understand that. I mean, I don't, I don't touch. What is a bit OCD? I have problems with this term. You know what? There's different degrees of OCD, but I think you're either OCD or you're not. Yeah. Aren't you diagnosed with OCD? Isn't it? If, if it's very it's extreme. Like I have a bit of Listen cancer. here, bipolar. Who are you to start talking to me about extreme? Okay, don't shout into the microphone. It's like, yeah, okay, saying bipolar. that you have a... You, you have a bit of anorexia. You have a bit of, you know, leukemia. I don't... The bipolar is a problem. I mean, OCD is a problem. So, no? so can I give you an example of mm-hmm. OCD, right? So now, I work in, a, in an environment which are predominantly predominantly women. And as you know, now maybe you're one of these offenders, but <laughs> these women who go to the toilet and never wash their hands when they come out. Mm-hmm. And it's really gross. So I'm in the toilet yesterday with three other colleagues and the one colleague who leaves first takes a paper towel and she opens the door with a paper towel. Now I know she does that, right? Because sometimes what she does is she then like throws the paper towel like backwards into the bathroom and it's like lying on the floor. (laughs) So that that is just so so gross. That is so gross, right? So she does this thing with a paper towel and then my other colleague says, that's OCD. And I said, wait, I'll show you what I do. I don't use paper towel, but I showed her my little technique. Uh-huh. So you like, you know, in security buildings, like you can press things and buzzers and access codes. I never use my fingertip. Mm-hmm. I always use my knuckle. I use my elbow. You can't use your elbow on like a, like a security. How do you do that? 
No, you do not. She's got a she's got a pointy elbow. If it's one button, yes, it's possible. But why don't you just use your knuckle? Then people don't notice that you're OCD. Still my hands. Yeah, but you're not going to eat with your knuckle. But you, but you'll eat with your fingertip or you'll tongue. You've never seen me eat chicken wings. Okay. Ah, okay. All right. So I press, I, I basically press everything with my knuckle. Mm-hmm. Then what I do is when I like have to open a door, I'll like use my, my, my sleeve or my top and I'll like, you know, contort my body and like kind of reach it up and then like open the, you know, and it's like very, and that's actually pretty embarrassing. I think that's even worse than a paper towel. I think maybe. I think you've. I think you've probably exceeded the paper towel weirdness. But you know, I just, like, bathrooms are disgusting Mm. things. Really, they are. I had a a serious fear of public bathrooms to the point where I was in boarding school. Okay. Grade 8, 9, and a bit of grade 10. And... Was it a co-ed boarding school? No, it was all girls. Did you... No. No, there was none of that. Yeah, a lot of people did turn... (laughs) <laughs> like even well, temporarily well, listen, well, there were straight exper- and then there were gay and then there were straight no they were experimenting yeah they were experimenting nothing wrong with that gets lonely I suppose no, but like situational homosexuality you know they yeah. say in prisons when men want a bit of affection and mm. attention and I assume it's the same for women in prisons yeah. So boarding schools so yeah I was really uh, like I had this fear of public bathrooms which affected me because I lived basically only with public bathrooms and like showering was like I used to get such anxiety. Just going to the bathroom gets such anxiety. What I could school? What was the name of the school? That's none of your business. Stop it now. Okay. Oh. Honestly, she doesn't need to start saying these things. Why are you asking? I thought I'm curious. No, why are you asking? Are you trying to suss out her financial situation? No, it's just interesting. Why is it interesting? For the context, what school it was. It makes no difference. Where was it? Was it urban? Was it rural? Was it Saint Andrew's School for Girls in Bedford View? Well, thank you. But you lived in Joburg. I know, that's the thing though. I live in the south, so my parents didn't want to deal with the traffic. So they'd they rather would. just like farm you out yeah. to a bunch out. of like lesbian nuns or something. No nuns, Anglican. Anglican. But still, I mean, yeah, it was fine. I enjoyed it. Okay. Apart from the bathroom situation. So I could only go to the bathrooms after I'd known they would be cleaned. And so that means I went to like only peed like once a day. I, I couldn't like. That is quite hectic. It eh? was very hectic. And I went home Friday nights. And that's the only time I could evacuate my bowels. And wow. sit on a toilet. Yeah. You know what? Wow. It was my own bathroom. My that's husband so my husband thinks I'm an OCG, but recently I've just been, I don't care, I just sit on toilet seats. <laughs> I, when like, did this come like Maybe the, if there's like a smear of number two or like a puddle, I won't do it. I'll like change toilets. But yeah. generally speaking, I just when, when did this buy my own seat. When did this change happen? I don't know. I've been doing it for about two, three years. I thought you were still putting toilet paper on no, the no, seat. No, 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 no. Sometimes, sometimes. That is very time-consuming. If, if the toilet smells, and like I don't know why this makes any difference, then I won't, I'll like maybe hover. I'll do the kind of squat. It's hard though. Wow. You don't have strong legs. Yeah, no, legs I, did, quiver. I did ballet Bre- for about eight years. So okay. I've got these super calves and we, these like super thighs. Brad on WeChat says, no matter what you do, you will pick up viruses and bacteria yeah. anywhere. Yes. But I won't pick up E. coli, Brad, will I? I'm so afraid of these flesh-eating bacteria <gasps> that you, leaves you with no limbs, oh my half Lord. a face, oh my from like, getting a cut from a yeah, kitchen knife. Yeah, but it's very rare. Is it? It's very rare. Okay, that makes me feel better. Bernice, thank you so much. For, for the tuna for, sandwich. For battling through the traffic. To bring you your you, tuna sandwich. No, you, no, no. You, part, you came onto the show... It's highly appreciated. I feel, I do feel disappointed with myself though that I, I'm late because, you know, at the end of the day, the proof is in the pudding. And, you know, if this was a job interview or something and I was late like this, would they really accept it? No. So I think maybe you need to avoid the N1 
Or you need to maybe find out some traffic reports of some kind. But Damon, weren't you called the rabbi of traffic? Yes, I mean, but surely if you knew everybody had been battling the whole flippin' morning. No, I didn't know. You could have like no. picked up the phone and told me. No, my Bali only told me after the fact. After we discovered you were stuck. Sorry, oh, ma'am. Oh, where's my Bali Licious? Is she here? Um, I think she's left. She's gone. Anyway, so that's the end of Keeping Up with the Calvaries. Uh, maybe Lorraine will be with us next week. I'm, I think she will. Mamweti, thank you so much for filling in. Is Mamweti still going to be an available standard? I secretively took Mamweti's cell phone number. Ooh. So originally I've been booking Mamweti through Lorraine, but I've got Mamweti's cell phone number as well. Okay, cool. So you need to keep things pleasant. You need to end on a good note so that if one day I'm not here, you and Lorraine can like yeah. one-on-one in You think this, you, you, in think you and Lorraine could be amicable? You think it can work out? I think it will be fine. My problem is not with her. My problem was with the career path that I chose. Oh, yes. So if you're on set in Mildestrift doing an uh, action movie <laughs> doing yeah. like sci-fi in district what's it called you're doing district dis- 9 just you doing the sequel district 10 <laughs> you won't be able to <laughs> anyway the next show don't miss the next show the heat show with andre nevelin and and jessica levitt and that should be excellent they got some really juicy stuff juicy juicy and we'll be back uh, next week thursday 10 a.m thank you very much